This is Yoel's Hangouts Podcast. Please comment, rate, and subscribe to the show. I truly appreciate the support. Hello and welcome to Yoel's Hangouts Podcast. I'm your host, Yoel. I got a very special guest, Maddie from the Stone Slut uh, Podcast. I feel like I can't say that, but you've made it your title. So like, I'm just saying that. Uh, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. No complaints. Uh, so how, how did you get things going? Give me kind of like a quick maybe background of, you know, who you are. I listened to your recent, uh, I think it was, yeah, most recent and the one before podcast about kind of like how you started, like what brought you, you know, to becoming, um, you're a lesbian, correct? Or bi? Um, um, I'm bi, yeah. Bi. Okay, cool. Uh, how you became bi or, you know, I don't know if I'm even saying that shit right. Please <laughs> interrupt me if I'm being offensive. I try to be super, you know conservative people you're good Uh, so yeah so you know give give them kind of like a quick run rundown i already know but just for the sake of the audience just because i think it's super interesting for sure thank you um okay so yeah my name is maddie um i have a podcast called the stone slut and it plays off of me being a huge stoner for the last you know, 13 years, maybe. (laughs) And then um, the slut aspect is kind of based off the fact that I've been a stripper for a long time. uh, What are you doing now? Um, Well, (laughs) so right now, (laughs) that's that's always taking a hiatus. hiatus. Okay, fair enough. I'm taking a hiatus from dancing. Um, I broke my foot. Yeah. In the most not 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 from dancing. No, it's no. never from So um, I have a, a horrible temper and I oh, no. kicked really? a dehumidifier in my house. Wow, that's funny. Because I would have never so, thought like, just like, even based off your podcast, you don't seem that way, but. Oh my gosh, yeah. It's could be um, deceiving. Yeah, looks are very deceiving. Yeah, um, yeah I'm, huge anger problems. But you know what? Um. But yeah, keep going. Sorry. Well, no, since I broke my foot, um, that was actually how I got into the whole podcast thing because mm. I was like, I was actually smoking weed with one of my friends and I was like telling him this story and he was like, I don't believe you. I don't fucking believe you. I'm just like, okay, I'm going to prove it to you. So <laughs> there you go. And it's actually the story that I told him in the, the episode where I talk about the party one? My first lesbian experience, right? Oh, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Did you talk so, about your first lesbian experience? I thought you talked about when oh, you met your first girlfriend. That's what I mean. Yeah, okay. See, I know your shit better than you. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, it was like, it was just my first lesbian experience. Got you. In Fair terms enough. of relationship and everything. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So I told him that story and then I was like, you know, he didn't believe me. I was like, I'm going to prove it to you. So this week on my show, my actual girlfriend that I talk about in that episode is going to come on and corroborate other stories. There I'm you go. So she, are you still dating the girl from that story? Or no, it's no. a different one, right? Oh, so you're bringing the old one in. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. This would be interesting. How, how does your current girlfriend feel about that? So, okay. This is funny. Um, so I'm actually married to a man. <laughs> oh wow okay this is gonna be a fun yeah. show <laughs> yeah, it is, okay it is. give me give me you gotta like unpack that so i mean 
you know, I, I who started, doesn't get married? I thought you were gonna be like, who doesn't get married and then you know have a <laughs> girlfriend on the side? I'm like, okay. Well, no, because well, that's that whole story took place, or I met my ex girlfriend when I was like 15, so yeah, um, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm married to a guy. We like have an open relationship. He's like cool with me. Um. And other girls, I mean... You and other guys? No. See, well... <laughs> um, it's not off the table, and there have been things. Um, we had a foursome one time. Uh, uh, what, what's it called? Entanglements? Entanglements? Well, well, no. Um, actually, I don't... Or I haven't had, like, a legitimate relationship outside of my primary relationship mm. at this point. Mm. Um we got married last year. We've only been in an open relationship for a year. So I think that open relationships, you have to kind of grow into them Mm, because it takes like a long time for you to figure out what your boundaries are or like whatever. I mean, Mm -hmm. I know people who are at like seven years into their relationship and they're just starting to do that. Like have those conversations. Exactly. And I think that's a really, really good point. Like, it doesn't matter what the relationship is, like establishing boundaries. Because the thing is, you know, you start hooking up with someone like you kind of like you're having fun. You don't want to bring up those conversations, right? Like you just want to have fun. You know, you're kicking it like it's whatever. But at the end of the day, you got to like kind of nip. I try to nip things at the bud with, you know, romantic relationship, business relationships, friendships. If there's something that bothers me, then I try to address it right away. But because I know and I've had fucking my heart broken and like all of these things happen to where because I didn't, you know, set those boundaries or, you know, let the terms be kind of like explicitly boringly in a nerdy, like really fucking pussy drying way, then things could get worse than how they are now, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Like number one is communication. So even, even with having my ex-girlfriend on the podcast, I went to my husband and I'm like, Hey, is this going to bother you? Like, do you not want me to do it? And he's like, I'm really happy that you came to me. Um, I really appreciate it. And no, it doesn't bother me at all. And I was like, all right, cool. (laughs) Yeah. I think he probably appreciates the fact that you just asked like most, most of the time, like you just want that respect of like, Hey, you know, I'm not going to just do it and assume you're cool with it. I'm going to, you know, give you that respect and be like, Hey, like, is it cool if I do this? So that's cool. Exactly. I love that. How did you, uh, how did you get into exotic dancing and stripping or going to the core? Going to the core. Um, well, actually, um, when in my third episode, when I talk about how me and Lindsay, my girlfriend, ex-girlfriend um we like danced to that club or whatever for the first time that was the first time i ever danced yeah 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 got it got it got it yeah i remember that keep tell that story though like make it like just shorter just for my sake because i want to ask you other things (laughs) okay (laughs) so um me and my girlfriend at the time we went to this bar that had some strippers at it and so um i guess they had an amateur contest for whoever wanted to try it out and they said, you have to get topless. That's the only requirement, obviously. So me and my girlfriend, we did this. We signed up. How old are you like, again? 
I was 16. Oh, God. <laughs> she was 18. God. But, you know, it's, it's just so prevalent in Canada. I forgot to mention I did, um, that I'm Canadian. Yeah. And in Quebec, especially, since the drinking age is 18, yeah. it's just kind of understood that there's going to be... It's blurred. Minor. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that's where we were. Um, so anyway, we enter the contest and we win. And then later on, I end up getting picked up by the cops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get out of that. But yeah, it, wow. it was a thing that happened. <laughs> and so. then you, you got, you think you uh, like got the like bit by the bug, like the performative, like people being like, yeah, Maddie. Oh yeah. Oh, no, there's yeah. something about, you know, people cheering and, you know, that, you know, feeling, you know, like someone's like, hey, you're well, you have a really cool podcast. I really like it. That feels good. Yeah. Same yeah. thing with stripping. Maybe I should strip. Same shit, right? Yeah, exactly. Honestly, <laughs> there's definitely male strippers. <laughs> but he's like, honestly, we were looking for someone that looks like you, like for sure. Like, <laughs> there's something for everyone. Oh, for sure. That's what I always tell people. Do you do um, any of the, uh, you have a mic there. Do you do any of the, uh, what do you call it? Is it BC? No, not BCM. It's like ASMR. It's like ASMR, yeah. You do that stuff? Yeah. I like um, it. Give me like a, no, I'm just kidding. Don't, you don't have to do it right now. <laughs> but that's cool. No, but the way I record my podcast is like this, you know? That's true. That is and true. You can hear everything I'm wow, This is fucking intimate. <laughs> I feel this is weird. But my listeners yeah. were like, oh shit. Like, but I guess right. you know, if you uh, want, if you want it, the whole thing, go to uh, her podcast, The Stone Slut. Yeah. Um, no, I don't do ASMR, but um, my one of my friends. Oh, told you don't me do, it. do it. You lie. I don't, but I'm going to start. Yeah, of course. I mean, you're already kind of doing it for free, like with the podcast. <laughs> exactly. So makes sense. Um, why do you think? I think I, I was listening to the podcast, the one, not this one, but the one before that you were that you recorded with your friend. I think she mm -hmm. owns like a like a stripping, not a stripping, but like a pole dancing studio, maybe. Right. Yes. Right? Yeah. And uh, I think it, we're like in it. I always overanalyze shit. Like, I think we're in an interesting place where people don't know how to like, people don't know how to like let loose. Like people need like a place to like, like for me, I need a workout. Like that's my like letting loose, letting my personal primal aggression that society and the world tells me is like not good for and conducive for the market or for fucking social settings. And like, I think girls need that too, where it's like, you're supposed to be all like, you know, fucking aggressive and like alpha woman now. And like, they need that like outlet to like twerk and uh, pole dance and shit like that. What do you think about that? I feel like that's very empathetic of me. Yes, it is very empathetic of you. <laughs> I just want, I just wanted to do the props. Yeah but, yeah. but don't you think that's true? I do think it's true. Um, yeah. And I think that's what draw drew me to it because um, I already knew that pole dancing came from strippers and I didn't really realize it could also be a workout. And, you know, when I went to these studios, all these women were just becoming so like empowered and like in love with themselves. And like, they thought they were sexy. They're like middle-aged moms, you know, like I was like, yeah, women need this, you know, mm -hmm. not everybody wants to go to the gym. Mm -hmm. I know I don't. I mean, 
I do now. Like I've, I do like leg day and whatever. Well, when I don't have a fucking broken foot. Yeah. Um, but no, if I was a girl, I wouldn't work out, especially not weights. I'm gonna keep it a hundred. I barely want to work out, and I'm a fucking dude that has testosterone and like wants to lift shit. Like if I was a girl, <laughs> the girls that work out, I'm like or like lift weights. I'm like respect so oh, much yeah. fucking respect. Like I'd be doing like the butt. Like I'd be yeah. I'd be I'd probably my my uh, podcast would be called Yoel Stoned Lifting Slut probably. <laughs> Like I would just do the ass, the ass like things. Yeah. Maybe do some yoga, but like, man, lifting weights sucks. Yeah, it's. I mean, I don't love it. Um, but you know what's cool about pole dancing? You are lifting your own body weight, and you don't sure. really realize you're doing it because it just looks pretty, and so you become this fucking beast with like massive like sh- like shoulders, lats. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, whoa, I can't fit into like my tube tops or whatever anymore. <laughs> That's dope. Yeah, those are the best workouts when you don't realize you're working out. Like basketball is my like outlet to like do. I fucking hate running. I hate cardio. But then, you know, I'll just play basketball and I'll be like, fuck, like I'm tired. Like, but, you know, I was having fun at the same time. So it works. Exactly. Exactly. Um, go ahead. Were you going to say something? Oh, I was just going to say like, because dancing is great cardio too. Um And actually there's like this debate in my industry right now that basically is pitting like real choreographed dancing versus freestyling. And it's like Hmm. freestyling when you're just like moving your body and doing whatever you want and whatever makes you feel good, you're getting a better workout and you're just feeling better about yourself. Like, okay, it's cool to take a dance class, but there's something to be said about dancing just dancing you just know? fucking letting your body express itself how it wants yeah yeah people people always try to put like the restraints excuse me restraints on shit and then they're like oh this is better because you know we do this and it's organized and like it's like okay cool like you fucking mm-hmm. like that shit like some people get something different out of it people just want to have fun you know people just want to fucking you know it's not always about like this competition with some things, you know? Exactly, exactly. And there's another little debate going on, like stripper versus pole dancing, right? So what's the distinction? So I should know. I feel I like mean, is that offensive that I don't know? No. Okay. No, cool. no, no. Don't worry. Um you there's no reason why you should. Why normal people I've been I've been to a, a couple of strip clubs. So, okay, here, here you go. Stripping is a job. Um, when you're a stripper, you give people lap dances and your stage show and what you do on the pole is not necessarily going to make you very much money. So when you're a stripper, you don't really pole dance, but you can be a pole dancer, you know? Hmm. Um, now, let's not forget, though, that, stri- that pole dancing did come from stripping. And what's going on now is this thing where pole dancers in the sports professional world, will say, are saying, we don't want to be associated with strippers, but we want to dance like strippers. You know what I mean? Uh, we don't yeah, yeah. them and be compared yeah. to them. Yeah. They want that like superiority complex of like, oh, we're not strippers. We're this like uppity fucking thing. Right. It's like, bitch, you could never be a stripper if your life depended on it anyway. (laughs) You owe me no (laughs) Anyway. No. Uh, Well, I regret doing that. I don't know why I did that. Um, (laughs) I'm 
was all good. Uh, so yeah, no, I, I, I feel that there's, yeah, there's, there's always these fucking clicks and like we're better and like it's so corny to me. Like I make me, I don't give a fuck about. I see through it is my biggest thing. Like I know why they're trying to be like all like, oh, you know, we're pulled this, just we're not. It's like y'all just trying to feel cool for doing sh- the same shit. Y'all trying to have your cake and eat it too. Just be like, it's cool. You're a stripper. It's cool. Yeah, exactly. It's, just it's fine. Us. Like, nice it's okay. Like, yeah. like, yeah. Do you uh do you enjoy stripping or is it just kind of like you're just like whatever? Like it's just for a job. Like, so, keep it a hundred with me since we know each other so well. I, I know, right? I will keep it a hundred. Let me say when I first started dancing at clubs stripping when i first started stripping i'm glad that you say that by the way um say what specifically stripping instead of dancing because you know um i feel like it's been sanitized so much that even i say dancer because it's not socially acceptable to be a stripper but i'm i'm more working through that personally um but do i enjoy stripping yes i fucking love it um have there been times where I did not like it. Fuck yes. Have there been times where I needed to take time off because I was burnt out and like, quite frankly, didn't know if I could do the job anymore? Yes. But I fucking love the money. I love connecting with people. Hmm. Interesting. I, yeah, dude, I actually like, I love that shit. I know that people need it and I Mm. also need it sometimes, you know? Mm. Interesting. Yeah. It makes sense. I think, uh, do you think and this is me being a fucking armchair like i love being an armchair psychologist like i love it and just giving advice that people or not even advice just making hypothesis on people that don't need to put up with me but i just put it out there because fuck it life's short i'm gonna die anyway um do you think that you enjoy it because you're able to make a connection with someone but you're in ultimately in control yes and yes. I'm also being paid for it. Yeah, it's like a win-win. Yeah, exactly. And so, <laughs> listen, I have a therapist, so I, I have, I talk about you get, you, Yeah, you I, get this shit from me, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, but it's, what it is at the end of the day is it really is just a fucking job. And it's a job that I've come to enjoy. You know, it depends where you work, who your coworkers are, who the clientele is. But like right now, you know, when I'm not, handicapped the club i work at is i love it it's amazing cool co-workers too who you work with is huge huge you know what yes and so in the stripping world you are taught to not make friends usually right why because you're kind of taught to be cutthroat because basically you're all independent contractors and you're all kind of competing against each other which i don't think is the way to do it because you know we can if all you're all money. making money then that doesn't like what i've realized living in different working in different like i've worked in different sales companies now i'm contracted when i do like media for them but like what i'm realizing about this one is like people are all actually making money so it's not like cutthroat like they help each other out and the other one no one was like maybe a couple people were making money so it was very cutthroat because people were struggling like it re- when everyone's making money, it's much easier to be like, hey, I'll help you out. Or like, hey, good job. Like, you're killing it. More secure. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, different clubs can be like that too, right? 
Um, I know because I work in Chicago normally, and there is a club that is a corporate owned. Do you club. live in Chicago right now? Um, I'm currently in Toronto, back home. Got it. Oh, okay, got it. Um, but in- shout out, moms. <laughs> yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, I'm going back home in like t- two weeks, though, less than two weeks. So, um, but yeah, this corporate club would hire just anybody, and then they would have like 60 girls working on a Tuesday, and so the girls were sharks. Whereas Fuck. Other clubs will hire less girls, and so the ratio is way better. better and so, and you're making money. Everybody's making money. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's mm-hmm. a, it's you got to be smart with that. Like I don't really that that makes no sense to me. The fact that they did it that way, like that's really just fucking stupid, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you so have you stripped in both Canada and the U.S.? Um, so I tried to dance in Canada when I was like 21. Dance? Um, sorry, I tried to strip. Hey, listen, I'm just trying to be politically correct and accurate. <laughs> yes. Um, so yes, I tried to strip in Canada when I was 21. And I couldn't do it. I just wasn't really like ready for that kind of work. I know that there are a lot of people who can. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I was going to ask. That was my follow up question. I was like, is it okay. different? Yeah. <laughs> so just go for it. Um, so in Canada, I don't want to say prostitution is legal, but like um, the laws on it are very gray mm. area. So um, girls are definitely doing a lot more extras. So sexual favors mm. in the VIP, in the champagne rooms, whatever. Wow. That's more um, Canada, you'd say. Yes. Got it. Yes. It's like kind of known that when you come to Canada, you're going to have a crazy experience at a strip club. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. I never thought that. So you're not ready for that. Um, so later on. I mean, I'm sure the, things are blurred like when you're well, a stripper. Well, like, yeah. um, I'm not going to get into too many things because. Oh, you don't have to. Um, this is supposed to be fun. So if yes, you feel no, like you're not yeah. having fun, shut the <laughs> hell up. <laughs> no, but I will say that, um, you know, that I have done things that are maybe questionable but they were in so have i to, doing those to, things. to make you feel better so have yeah. i so okay, <laughs> trust me yeah we're, we're chilling yeah Keep going. um no so basically so you're just not ready you're not ready for the canada kind of like uh, it's just you too, know what it is though you don't have to do those things but you have to know how to sell the things that you are going to do or that you know what I mean? To yeah, because your- I think they, they probably put that carrot in front of you. They're like, hey, if you wanted more money, like look at, you know. Oh, yeah. But I mean, that comes with any industry. It, business, okay. sales, like, hey, you could be writing these fake fucking things and you could be lying to clients and prospects about this. It's like, yeah, I mean, there's you can put down your, uh, your, your moral guard um, to make more money. You can do that in every industry. So right. If exactly. you don't feel comfortable with something, maximize what you have in the confines of what you're already doing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, no. So you talk about sales and whatnot, but the thing, the fact of the matter is stripping is a sales job. Yeah. And when I had gotten into it, I just wanted to dance and it wasn't that. And I didn't know how to sell anything at that point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Um, so yeah. Yeah, sales is like 
an interesting, like I worked in sales for a while and uh, it's like a very important skill to have to know like, okay, like how do I act in this situation? How do I kind of move them along? It, it gives you like a set of power for sure but also lets you know like, hey, like you have a lot of power, like don't abuse that shit because you could, you know, get into a dangerous spot and put people in positions that, you know, they should not be in. Like, I'm sure like the strippers that are really good at sales, like they have made niggas broke. Like, oh, and yes. they don't give a fuck. Exactly. Um, right, and you have to ask yourself sometimes, Am I that kind of person? Am I going to do that to somebody? And I don't personally do that. Um, I, can, I can make enough money that I need. I don't need it to be excessive, although I do live a good life. Um, I can make enough money by not scamming people. You know yeah, for mean? sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. I think, I think some a... girls get addicted to it, though. Oh, yeah, they're chasing that next, like, frontier. and like yeah, 100%. I mean, that's any sales or business. Like, you always want that next deal, that next, you know. I mean, girls do that here. And, like, I live in L.A. right now, like, to get to that next, you know, to work at this studio, to get this job. Like, they're willing to do whatever it takes. They think they're all better than these other. It's like, no, you literally just, like, had sex with someone to get to this next position. Like keep right, it, exactly. Keep it a hundred. Like let's keep it a hundred. You know. Don't lie about it. You're, yeah, just okay, own it. You know? It's okay. It's okay. Um, it's okay. I mean, let me let me rephrase that. It's much better to own it and look at the truth for what it is. So then you can analyze it. Be like, was this right? Was this wrong? How do I address it? But to lie and be like, oh, you know, I just, you know, I liked him. That's why I did it. And, you know, that stuff was just extra. It's like, okay. Um, so uh, describe your childhood maybe a little bit. Was it like good? Was it like, was it, do you think there was like some like chaos in it that may have led you to maybe be like, oh, like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to strip at 16. I'm going to do this and like, just be like relative to the majority of the population you are wilder than yeah. people. Um, for me, I, I, I mean, I like, I like those types of people. I'm pretty, I'm relatively wild. I always get along with girls that are like you. Not that I know you so well, but just, you know, off, <laughs> off vibes. Um, right. Do you think there was anything that, you know, may have stood out that maybe like gives you be like, oh, like maybe this happened and, you know, this happened and that's why I'm like this, like this wild thing happened and now I feel comfortable being in wild. You know what I mean? Like, and if you don't want to talk about it, completely fine. We can move on. No, I'm, I'm honestly cool with talking about it. Um, so uh, my parents from two different places. Um, my dad's from Northern Ontario. My mom's from Trinidad. Um, oh, wow. And, Is she yeah. like dark? Yes, yeah, she's Indian. So Oh, got it. Yeah. So she's Does like that Indian. mean Native American or Indian, no. like from India? From India. Okay, cool. Got it. Cool. My dad's like a fat white guy. (laughs) Got it. Uh, Well, he's fat now. He used to like. He's skinny now. When they no, but when they when they dated, they were just so cute and so young, and like it was so funny. When did they Uh, have you? When? Yeah. How old were they when they had you? Uh, My mom was twenty-one, and my dad was actually twenty-seven. Oh wow! Okay. He's. He'll never grow up. <laughs> um, and w- when did they, uh, were they, they were together and then they split? Yeah. 
So they were together, yeah, until I was like seven or eight, and then they divorced. Mm. Um, my mom kind of was a little bit, a little bit wild and crazy herself when I was maybe like, yeah, that age, you know, around that time. 30, we'll say. But Got she it. didn't really have a child, a childhood. I mean, she had a really hard life, so I can't, you know. But I will Trinidad, say that, I feel like, is or no, India, right? Wait, it's Trinidad. She grew up, she grew up in Trinidad, yeah. There's so her parents, so there's, there's a lot India of Indian in people, Trinidad. yes. Oh, really? Okay, like 50% of the population. Wow, I am not woke. Where the fuck is Trinidad? Um, so it's, it's the, it's very the Caribbean, last right? island in the Caribbean, yeah. okay. It's in the Caribbean, okay, cool. Got it, got it. Keep going, sorry, yeah. you're good. Excuse um, my ignorance, it's all good now, you know. <laughs> um but yeah so they divorced and so I kind of just grew up really fast my mom was like kind of doing her own thing and I just they they just doing your own thing my own thing you know like gotcha I and I just for some reason just did not give a fuck I was like if you guys are not gonna watch me and make sure I do the right thing I'm not gonna do it you know yeah, when when you're a kid, like for me, like if your parents don't give a fuck, then who cares? Like exactly. there's anything that looks fun on the surface. You don't know any better. So anything that looks right. fun on the surface, you're like, fuck it. Like who cares? Like I'm going to do that. Like, right, right. But I feel like I was a very intuitive person. So like I never let myself get into really bad situations. I mean, a few times, but hey, like I'm a fucking girl. Okay. Like, of course. Sometimes shit just happens. Um, but I was just like, I don't know. I was just not, like when I was like 13, 14 years old, I was not normal. Like my psyche was just a lot older. And so I just did things that maybe kids are not supposed to do, but it makes for a lot of good stories now, you know? Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. Those stories yeah. are super fun. Mm-hmm. That uh, <laughs> That guy that... You, so you worked at McDonald's, right? Yes. That guy worked at McDonald's too, right? Yeah, he did. And that's how you guys met? Yeah. And he tried to rupee you or he just tried to get you fucked? He just tried to get me super fucking How drunk. old was he? He was like, yeah, I want to say he was like 18. Okay. And you yeah. were how old? at the time? 14 at the time. Jesus no, I was 15. Christ. I was 15. I was 15. But okay, still. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> not cool still. Damn, is this some Canada shit or just him? This being is some Canada here? shit. For yeah. real? Okay. Backwoods, northern Ontario, fucking hillbilly ass shit. Like people like drive their snowmobiles to work and or to school and stuff. I mean to work too, but gotcha. Damn. <laughs> so, I grew up in Toronto and then going to this place was like, where the fuck am I? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like mm-hmm. you didn't yeah, you really probably didn't give a fuck back then. <laughs> No. Well, I just moved. We moved in with my dad. Um, and he was like the non-parent, you know, he's just like, oh, do whatever you want. He had a job where he worked like two weeks in one week out or something. Fuck. So like my, our grandma would come over and like cook for us and stuff. But like, so he'd be gone for how long? Two weeks at a time. Man, that's tough. That's tough. Yeah. It's tough. But like, you know what? I just didn't really know him. Right. And like, of course. So you, you couldn't even like, made that but, connection but at the point, i didn't really care to be honest no no you sure you you're a fucking kid like you don't know anything like, oh, when everything God. that happens to us as kids we is normal 
anything, yeah. even if it's not normal, like everything, we don't know the difference of how we're being raised in our parents' situation relative to, you know, other people's, right? Um, I have a question in regards to your relationship. Um, you're wild, you're fun, you know, I like you already. Um, oh, this sounds like I'm not gonna ask you out. I really oh, don't. No, 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 no. Um, how how does he how does your boyfriend feel about you know you're 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 clearly like this is who you are you like to have, be in the, you like to be in control you like to have fun um you you know it takes someone understanding that to like really care about you for who you are and be like okay like look like we can have boundaries but at the end of the day like you are who you are um, how does he feel about that? And was that like maybe an issue in the beginning of your relationship? Like, how did you guys mend that? I think that'd be an, that'd be a, uh, that'd be a very good discussion to have only mainly because I know that a lot of, you know, my girlfriends, my friends that, you know, would maybe want to know how you guys have mended that and smoothened that out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when I told my husband that I was dancing, well, he's my husband now, but he's my boyfriend then. How long um, have you guys, like, what's the time frame? Oh, we've been together for four years. Got it. Cool. Yeah. Um, so I was like, hey, like, I'm stripping. What do you think? So you were already stripping when you guys so started dating? I actually started um, right when we started dating. Got it. Cool. <laughs> like right then. I mean, we. I don't even know if we could have said that we were really dating at the time. Yeah, you're just hooking um, up, hanging out. This is the right. beginning, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and we actually lived long distance. So he was my roommate's best friend. And so our relationship was long distance for a year. Um, so I told him, I was like, you know, I'm stripping. What do you think? He's like, honestly, like... I wish I could be a stripper, so that's cool. I was like, all right. <laughs> he's hella so, cool. What ethnicity is he? Um, he's a white guy. <laughs> he's just white. Okay. Yeah. Um. So anyway. You just had like a like a Cuban accent or something. I was like, what's going on right now? Like, is he oh, Cuban? me? Yeah, you were like, oh, you know, I wish I was stripping, or like you like said it with like oh. a twang, like when you were impersonating <laughs> Yo, you him. <laughs> but you yeah. are from Tor- Toronto, right? Like, you guys have your own little fucking. Actually. yeah we do yeah got it <laughs> um so he was like he never really asked me about it or really cared much until one day he like kind of did and he was like so when are you gonna start dancing or no when are you gonna stop dancing i'm sorry <laughs> you start. um stop stripping yeah when are you gonna stop stripping yeah. he didn't really like say it like that um but I was <laughs> when are you gonna pay when are you gonna pay my bills Nick? no I'm just fine that's exactly what I said and like when you start taking care of me when you start paying you know what I mean like so once I said that it, I think he just kind of understood like this is just a part of who she is um and do you I think if he do you think if he paid like if he subsidized your life I mean that's a relate that's what a relationship is you, you know you give um do you think if he paid for your like lifestyle like you would stop yeah, see, I feel like I feel like you wouldn't, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I feel like it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. I love my job. Listen, yeah. sometimes I hate my job, but everybody hates their job sometimes. Yeah. Not but, everybody. But like, do you think that you would you would <laughs> why 
I feel like I'm like trying to talk you off the pole. Like I'm like, what? Let's compromise. No. Uh, do you think if you like took like uh, went in like the pole dancing classes, um, like did that as like a way, like kind of your outlet, and then he paid for like your lifestyle? Like, would that be enough, or you would still need that like job? Be, I mean, uh, keep it a hundred with me, please. Oh, I'm gonna keep it a hundred. Um, not really because my goal is to own a strip club like ah okay fair enough that's just it's it's not gonna go away and so this when he said this this was like it might have i think it was before we got married or Mm. maybe around maybe it was last summer i don't fucking know Mm -hmm. but um ever since then like things have gotten kind of different um i think he just sees me succeeding Mm. and like he's like kind of in awe of me and he doesn't want like he knows that this is my thing and this is who I am like when the podcast came out um his dad said something about it and he honestly he had been kind of not really wanting to tell his family what I do. And I get that. Listen, I don't fucking care really. I know people are judgmental. If we don't want to talk about it right now, it's cool. Um, and so I was really understanding about that. But then his dad listened to the podcast and said something, I don't know what. And then he said something like about what I do. And then Nathan goes like, Nathan's negatively, like not negatively, just like, but he's not like a, I don't know if you care about Zodiac sign, but he's a Capricorn. So he's very like unemotional, just like kind of like, just matter of factly asking him something. And then Nathan goes, well, if she's happy, then I'm happy for her. And I support her um, in everything she does. And I just think that our relationship has grown a lot to where we can be like empathetic towards each other. And really we're starting to love each other for who we are because we're Mm. always growing you know? Yeah, for sure. I, I accept things about him too. So it's yeah, like, he's probably, he's not perfect either. Like, yeah. yeah. And this is like, if you were to stop that or like, just be like, Hey, like I'm not doing this at all anymore. That'd be like such a hard left for you that I think like, it would just be asking for a lot. You know, there's, you know, there's compromises in relationships, obviously where like, you know, you're like, Hey, like I, could you not do this? Like, I don't like that. But then it's like, hey, can you end your fucking career and kill your dreams for me? It's like, ugh. Right. Exactly. That's tough. That's really fucking tough. Um, Yeah. And it's kind of crazy because, like, I broke my foot, right? And so it really jeopardized everything about dancing for me. Um, And I think he really saw how hardly I took that. And he was like, this is her whole fucking life. And, like, I see how upset she is when she doesn't have it. And I just, like, want to be there for her, you know? Like, Mm it really kind of changed some things I think. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's cool. I think that's good. Like he like genuinely was like, Oh shit. Like you actually, you know, this is real. Like it's not just like, you're just doing this to, you know, be annoying or fucking to annoy right. him. And you know what I mean? Exactly. Um, do you think that, do you, you smoke weed as well? Right. Obviously the stone slut day, every day, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Um, for me, I'm like, I, I just get lazy when I smoke. Like I just, I, I don't have, like, I need to be like sharp for like what I do. And I just am not productive when I do it. So I just, I have to be productive. So I do it. Like I did it like a little bit during quarantine. Cause I was like, 
I'm fucking bored as shit. Yeah. Um, but I'm not a smoker. Do you think that there is, give me the positives and the negatives for you personally of marijuana. Okay. So the positives for me, um, I'm less irritable and I get angry less easily. Do you, were you high when you kicked whatever and broke your foot? No. Ah, see? There's patterns. Yeah. Yep. No, well, when I broke my foot, I had just gotten off of a really long um, phone call with like my mom and a former business partner. Um, and I'm kind of in the middle of some things. So I was really upset. I can tell. Just like it was like 5 p.m. and I don't know, like all my whole day was just like so bad. But anyway, that's that's a bad story. Um so yeah, I'm in a better mood when I smoke. Just I, I would I wouldn't say that I like have to smoke weed. Like actually I stopped smoking weed for five months and I didn't notice that I was any worse. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um maybe the first few days, but whatever. Um, definitely helps with pain. So when I broke my foot, um, I started to use this topical cream on my foot. Right. And oh my gosh, it just felt so good. And what's I topical just, mean? Topical means you put it on your skin. Oh, okay. Wow. I yeah, really overthought just, that. Okay. Um, no, I guess I should have just called it a topical, but anyway, I was taking a lot of edibles too. Um, and really it was the only thing that helped with the pain because they didn't give me any painkillers. And I didn't really know my foot was actually broken for like a couple of weeks. I wasn't walking on it, but um, I was in so much fucking pain and weed helped so much. Um, so the medicinal properties are really great. Um, I also feel way more creative, better dancer, more like in tune with my emotions. Um, and I get excited to do things. Mm. The negatives... Um, yeah, sometimes I get lazy, depending on the type of weed that it is. Um, sometimes I get the munchies too bad. <laughs> so I guess that could be bad if like, you know, like yeah, I'm for me it's horrible. stripping and I don't yeah. want to look fat on stage that night. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd say that's like 40% of why I don't because I just get the munchies and, you know, I don't want to fucking be making my life harder. Exactly. Um, I do think that there you can also get a little bit too much anxiety if you smoke too much um i get some anxiety as well yeah like so i would say that's also a negative i think like it's like a vote like you feel you feel more vulnerable which can be good but too much where you're like i'm fucking vulnerable like i'm gonna die this fucking you know world's ending like you know that's not good um so we're gonna wrap things up um what do you have to say for people that You know, I do think that people, I genuinely do think that people, just how the world's going and how fucking repressed we're forced to be and how like now, not only can you not fucking, now like dancing, not only was dancing like frowned upon, now like stripping and like all these things. Now we can't even fucking go outside, shake people's hands, give people hugs. I think like the pole dancing and like, um, like twerking industry, I think is going to really be needed for people to feel free and just like express themselves. Um, what do you think any last words in regards to that? Like, what do you think if you're talking to, you know, 
a young person, maybe not like a young person that might not know themselves that well, but maybe, you know, an average person that just says, Hey, I want to express myself a little bit. You know, it's a tough world out here. I can't fucking go outside without people yelling at me to get away from me. Right. Right. Um, as a general rule of thumb, I would say, listen to what you feel like doing and what you feel is right to you. Don't necessarily let society, um, decide that for you um and be kind to people be empathetic um put yourself in their shoes because one day you might be in their shoes for something that you never thought you might be so Mm, okay bars i like it that's clean (laughs) all right perfect uh check out her podcast the stone slut uh with maddie um yeah this is joel's hangouts podcast i'm your host thank you guys for listening and watching and that is the UL's Hangout Podcast, guys. Thanks for coming along. If you can, please leave a five-star review on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. That would be lovely. Uh, leave a comment as well. We, we really appreciate that. Thanks.